you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stort Show. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to starve our fears, to follow our dreams, and to pursue fulfilling our true potential. And I want to help you do that just as I'm trying to help myself do that every day. My mission in life is to fulfill my true potential so that I can help others fulfill theirs. And I fully believe that, that by fulfilling our own potential and sharing that journey, we have the opportunity to help and inspire so many others. And by the way, I didn't make that up. I stole that from my mentor, Hal Elrod. And when I say he's my mentor, I only mean that because I've read his books and listened to his podcasts. Uh, Not that we actually interact regularly. Uh, That would be awesome. But, uh, you know, we get influenced by so many people in so many ways, whether we're reading books or listening to podcasts uh, or we are reading things on social media or watching videos. And there is a lot of negative crap out there, a lot of judgment and criticism and arguing. And there's also positive stuff, too. And I want to be part of the positive side. I want to be a beacon of light and hope. I want to be someone who can help and inspire people who fights that negative crap with positive things that I put out there into the ether via this podcast as well as posts on social media. And that's why I continue to put content out there uh, with the podcast and other things that I do because I want to make a difference in the world. It's part of my purpose. It's part of my mission. uh, And because I'm learning and growing so much and I want to share Uh, some of those things with all of you who listen, and I really, really appreciate you if you do listen on a regular basis, or even if this is your first time, I am so grateful for you, I am so grateful for this opportunity, and today I want to talk about a few things. The main topic is living intentionally. How do you make sure that you are living your best life, that you're starving your fears, you're following your dreams? and that you are living intentionally and really avoiding drift, this topic that came up from uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, which is a book I learned about from Dominic Cortuccio, who was on this podcast previously, and I just finished the book, and so that's been on my mind. And then, of course, earlier this week we had uh, Michael O'Brien on the podcast, who uh, talks a lot about living intentionally and using gratitude and things that I am um, very excited about and passionate about. And so I want to talk about those things. I want to talk about prioritizing and why that's so important uh, on your journey for living intentionally. And um, I want to touch on ego as well, if we get to that. So here's the thing. Talking about living intentionally, um, sometimes when I talk about this, I almost roll my eyes at myself. Like, you know, we all have reason choice, right? And if you're familiar with Uh, Viktor Frankl and Man's Search for Meaning, one of the most influential books of all time, you know, he basically says that, uh, you know, everything can be taken away from you, but the one thing people can never take away from you is your reasoned choice. And I think that what Napoleon Hill argues in 
uh, outwitting the devil and what Domino Cortuccio has been talking about is that when people are drifting, they, they've given up that reason choice, right? So yes, there's a couple ways to look at this. Sipping some coffee here. By the way, I'm recording this uh, in my hotel room at 6 o'clock in the morning in Houston, Texas. So I'm here for some client work, uh, and I had this on my mind, and I wanted to get this out. So getting back to reason choice, I think there's a literal way to look at it, and then there is a, a bigger picture way of looking at things. If you look at the, you know, the minute details, the literal translation, you could say, hey, you know, I choose to do everything that I do, right? I'm not, no one's making me go to work or, you know, go on social media or even go to the bathroom, right? And I was talking to a friend a couple days ago, coaching a friend of mine who, you know, said one of his values or his dreams is, is freedom. <clears throat> and I said, cool, that's, that's one for me too. But it depends a lot on your definition of freedom because you can go to the bathroom whenever you want, right? That's freedom, isn't it? I mean, there are countries in the world where, you know, people have very little freedom to do anything they want. And if you live in the United States of America uh, or in most countries in Western Europe or even many now in Asia, uh, you have the freedom to work where you want and to live the life that you kind of want uh, however you want, right? But here's the thing. Technically, we all have these freedoms. Technically, we are making our own choices every day. But I think Napoleon Hill's point that he wrote about in Outwitting the Devil in 1938 that is still true today is that 98% of people are not taking advantage of that opportunity. They're not really making that reason choice. They are just drifting, what he calls drifting, which means that they are letting other people influence their decisions. They're letting other people decide how they live their life. Um, they're being heavily influenced by their environment by you know their parents, by their friends, and we're all influenced by our environment, which is something that I will probably bring up again and again because it's something to be so hyper aware of and make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with the right people. Um, but they are, uh, by and large, doing things that are okay. You know, they're, they're getting by. Many people are moving up, making good money, um, but maybe they're not really following their dreams or their passions, doing the things that they really want to do. Uh, they're holding things back. And the thing that holds them back, of course, is fear. The fear of what would happen if I tried to do that and I failed, or what would people think of me if I didn't do that, or if I did that and it didn't work out, or even if it did work out, what would people think of me, or that's so outside the realm, that's not what I was brought up to do. You know, I'm supposed to stay in this safe corporate environment. I can't go out and uh, run a farm or whatever it is that I want to do because, you know, what if this and what if that, or I don't think people even get to, um, you know, if, if you're 15 years into a corporate career and, and you ask, you know, what's, what's your real dream? And they say, well, I want to go out and, 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 uh, I'd love to own a farm and have a bunch of animals and all this stuff and be working the land or something like that. And I actually heard some, some version of this yesterday and I can get into that. Um, I think some people might say, well, I can't do that because I'm too afraid of what might happen. But I don't think most people even get that far. I think the point of this drifting is that most people don't even think it's a possibility. They don't even think, what if I did that and I failed? They think, oh, yeah, I would love to do that. But people like me don't do that. 
it's not even a realistic possibility. Like, why would I do that? People would think that I'm crazy for leaving this career that I have with this big company where I have a salary and benefits. And it's just not, it's just not realistic. It's not possible. Why would I even think about that, right? People have to get to like some kind of big tipping point or, um, you know, get really upset to decide that they're going to make a change, right? And you see people doing that a lot, right? They have a major breakup or a death in the family um, or some kind of anxiety attack or something. And then they go, oh, you know what? I, just, I need to make a change in my life. And then they start opening their minds to these things. And what I'm saying here, more coffee, is that we all have the opportunity to live the life we want, to do the things we want now. And living intentionally, avoiding drift, means that you're actually thinking about your life, thinking about your long-term vision and goals and where you want to get to, and you're making decisions on a regular basis to move you towards that. That you are intentionally living the life you want. That when people ask you, hey, is this the life that you want to be living? That you can confidently answer, yes, this is the life I want. And I think a lot of people, you know, the 90% plus of people, especially that are, you know, out there in the working world, even in the United States, especially in the United States where we have complete freedom of choice, right, will tell you, uh, yeah, it's okay, you know, this is all right, it's not my dream, you know, when, when people, you know, you ask people, how you doing, and they go, living the dream, and they're being sarcastic, right, because they're not really living the dream, they are getting up and going to work every day to a job that they may kind of like, and, and look, you know, if you follow me for a long time, you know that I'm passionate about entrepreneurship, and I love running things on my own, I have no disrespect for people working in jobs and working for companies. I don't think entrepreneurship is for everyone. And I, because I work as a consultant with a lot of companies, I know there are a lot of great companies out there. I know many people who love their jobs and love their companies. So I'm not bagging on, oh, if you have to commute to work every day and work for someone else, then your life sucks. No, 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 no. Not like that at all. In fact, one of the big reasons why I shifted my podcast from the Entrepreneur Hot Seat uh, many months ago to the Andy Stort show is because I wanted to talk more general about personal development. I wanted to talk to people uh, because I know I have a lot of friends. There are a lot of people out there who are not going to be entrepreneurs. They have no interest in entrepreneurship. Uh, they just want to live their best life. And so you can live intentionally and be intentional about your job and your career and say, hey, I love this job. I love this career. I'm very happy doing this. And here are other areas in my life that I want to optimize. And focus on optimizing all those areas of your life. And, and you can proudly say, yes, I am living intentionally. This is the way I want to live my life. Um, for example, I was in Houston last week and I had dinner with a new friend, uh, John. And John works at a big hospital here in Houston. And he was a little bit, uh, you know, talking about how he might want to look for something else. And I started digging on it and found out that he absolutely loves his job. He loves what he does. He loves his company. There were just a couple small things that were bothering him. One of them was his commute, and one of them was a colleague. And so my suggestion was not, oh, you need to throw all this out and follow some other dream and you know leave your job. Because when I asked many questions uh, to find out about the dream, there wasn't another dream of, well, if I could leave this, I really wish I was running 
you know, this uh, fishing company at the beach or something like that, like some people might say, no, he, he really liked the job and the company, loved his family and was happy where things were going, had a long-term dream of buying land and running this farm down the road and wanted to save money towards that. And so my suggestion was absolutely stay with what you have and just shift your mindset about the couple things that are bothering you. So you don't like the long commute. I personally don't like a long commute either. But if I had to accept a long commute to get to my dream job that was fulfilling and you know filling me up every day and making me happy, then I would simply shift my mindset about that commute and say, you know what? I'm so grateful that I have this commute because I get to listen to podcasts every day or audiobooks and I get this quiet time by myself to listen and learn and think. It's fantastic. Uh, and in fact, you know, I think those things can be really beneficial if you, you take advantage of them. Uh, my neighbor, Mark, has a long commute to work every day and me being someone that doesn't really like a, a long commute, I asked him one day about it and I was kind of digging, you know, why are you do you why do you put up with this long commute and he kind of said something to the effect of like look i've got three kids life is crazy in my house i love my commute it's me time you know i listen to my music i get to think and do whatever i want and i was like huh that's pretty cool you know so many people gripe and complain about you know the commutes that they might have and if you just shift your mindset to one of i get to do this and I think that is an essential tenet of living intentionally and, and uh, avoiding drift is to avoid the victim mindset, which says, you know, oh, I have to do this commute. I have to do this. I have to sit in traffic and shift that victim mindset to one of empowerment and ownership. So, you know, it's the shift from uh, life happens to me to life happens for me. So instead of I have to do this commute, it's oh, I get to spend 45 minutes or an hour and a half each day uh, in the car to listen to whatever I want, think about whatever I want, come up with ideas. It's awesome. It's really one of the best parts of my day. I love it. I enjoy it. I'm so grateful for this. I mean, can you see the major shift there? And yeah, I mean, you know, it's not the best thing in the world, right? A lot of people would rather not be doing it. But if you're going to be doing it, you might as well own it and say, you know, tell yourself that that's what you want. And if you can't, if you can't tell yourself that, if it really, really bothers you, if you feel like it's draining you, then maybe it is time to make a change, right? Maybe it is time to find a job closer to your house or a different job or find a way to work from home, um, you know, talk to your boss about it, whatever it is, because it's not fulfilling to you. You're not living the life you want. And um, I got news for you. And I took this from, uh, I had a conversation yesterday with my friend and mentor, Vincent Puglese, and he mentioned uh, something from Gary Vee that I hadn't seen. And I just looked it up this morning. It's a very short video. Someone asked him, what are three words that you can say that will motivate me? Something odd request, right? And he said, you're gonna die. And it's really profound, actually, when you think about it. And I think that's also a tenet of this whole idea of living intentionally. I don't think Napoleon Hill talked about it that much in Outwitting the Devil. But it's kind of this awareness that we're all going to die. We can't take anything with us. And we only get this one shot, right? You only get one life. 
And this is, you know, people used to talk about uh, YOLO, you only live once. But it's true, right? So why are so many people sitting around saying, oh, I wish I could do that, I wish I could do this, I'll, I'll do that one day or someday, and they never get to it, and someday comes and goes, and they don't do it, and there aren't later opportunities. Like, now is the time. If you really want to start that business or learn to play guitar or talk to that person or repair that relationship or start reading more books or start going to the gym and getting in shape or eating better or getting into cycling or um, you know playing musical instruments. Or There's a million things, right, that people want to do um, and they keep putting it off. And I've done this. I still am doing this. There are plenty of things that I put off because I haven't gotten to it, but I'll tell you, oh, yes, I really want to do this. Like, I love hiking and camping, and now that I live in Florida, I'm not doing it very much, and I'm going to go on more trips, and I'm going to get back in the mountains more often, and I'm not doing it, right? Um, I would love to learn to play musical instruments. I would love to learn another language. Um, There are a lot of things I would like to do, and I'm not doing them, right? I'm putting them off until someday. And here's the thing. Life is all about trade-offs. We cannot do everything. We cannot be everything that we want to be and do everything we want to do. We can create the life we want and we can live the life we want. And we can, here's the key word, and I posted about this on Facebook last night. It was kind of a long rant. Um, But if there are things we want to do, we have to prioritize. We have to prioritize the things that we want over the things that we don't want. And, you know, I just told you there's a bunch of things that I want, right? Right now, for me, uh, I'm trying to grow my business. I also want to stay in shape and stay healthy, which means working out every day, meditating every day. Um, I want to create a personal brand, so posting a lot of things on social media and hosting this podcast. I want to grow my business. As I mentioned, I want to have a great relationship with my wife and my kids. These things are all at the top of my list of priorities that I make sure I make time for every day. And then there are these other things that I want to read 30 books, so I try to make sure I spend time reading every day. But, you know, you get down the list and I say things like, well, I'd really like to learn another language. I really would like to um, learn to play guitar or piano. Um, I really would like to... uh, spend more time out in wilderness and get back into hiking and camping more. There is nothing stopping me from doing those things, right? Would you agree with me? And I'm sure you have those things. You have those things in your list and you thought, oh, if I had more time, I would do that. Please stop saying that. It's about priorities. There's nothing stopping you from doing that, just like there's nothing stopping me from downloading or buying an app that will teach me another language or even going as far as um, taking a pause in my business and going down to uh, Chile or Colombia and doing an immersion program, taking my family probably, and doing three or six months to learn Spanish. There is nothing stopping me from doing that. If I want to do that, I can go do that. And that is going back to the, one of the key tenets I, I'm talking about here for living intentionally and avoiding drift is to own your fucking life is to take ownership of the things that you're doing and not doing and the things you want to do and don't stop making excuses. Stop saying things like, well, if I had time, I would do this. Or if I had more money, I would do that. Or one day I'll do that. 
I think it's a shift from that to, um, you know, I would like to do that. It's not a priority for me right now. You know, I would like to learn another language. It's clearly not a priority for me right now because I could, again, get an app and I see a couple of my friends on social media that are doing this and they, they posted about using this app and they're spending, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day or something um, doing it. And that's not much time. And a lot of people could fit that in, replace their TV watching, whatever it is. I already am running a very uh, tight day in terms of all the stuff that I'm doing. And it's because I want to read books, I want to write, I want to meditate, I want to exercise, I want to run my business, I want to post on social media, and I also want to spend time with my wife and kids, like I mentioned, when I'm home. So, could I replace one of those things with spending 20 minutes a day learning a language? Yes, I absolutely can. Is it a priority for me right now? No, it's not. Therefore, I'm not doing it. But it might be one day. And so, what I'm saying, again, is taking ownership own what you are doing, own your life, you know, avoid the victim mindset, stop making excuses, life is not happening to you, life is there for you, and you get to choose how you spend your time, including going to work. If you don't like your job, and you live in a capitalist or democratic country, you get to choose whether you go there or not. You do not have to go there. So stop saying you have to. You get to, right? And if you hate it so much, it might be time to make a change. So really, when you think about it, at the end of the day, the world is your oyster and you really can do whatever you want. It's all up to you. It's your choice. And yeah, are we not capable of doing certain things? Are we limited by resources like money and time and where we live and who we know? Of course, we're limited by many things, but we can change those things. And the point at the end of the day is that we get to set our priorities. We get to make our choices. And I want to encourage all of you to have an ownership mindset about life, not a victim mindset. So when things happen to you, you think, hey, I chose to be in this situation. I'm going to choose a way out of it. So if you hear a a sound change, by the way, I had to, to pause it and picking things back up from the airport And I hope all this makes sense, but uh, I want to wrap things up for this episode and say again that, you know, think about your life and the choices you make and the goals you have and the fears that you have, the things that you are holding you back, whether it's ego or fear, or maybe it's money or limited resources. I have plenty of things that I let hold me back for many years. Even recently, I realized a couple times when my ego was holding me back, I realized when fear was holding me back, and I am resolved to any time I find that fear is the thing that's holding me back from something, to face that fear, to be courageous, to push forward, to really starve my fears. Because as I learned from reading uh, The 10X Factor by Grant Cardone, which is where I originally got the term starve your fears, he said, and the reason I say that is because he said that The longer you let fear sit out there, the worse it gets, the more it expands. So we need to starve our fears by pushing it out of the way, courageously taking the action that we know we can take, that we want to take, and doing something and getting, putting ourselves out there anyway, despite that fear. That's what courage is. And then we're going to benefit from that. I'm finding the more and more I starve my fears and take chances and do things and and invest in myself and help others and put myself out there, um, it just keeps paying off more and more. And I see it paying off for my friends as well. And I want that for you. So I hope this has been helpful. 
I hope you've had an awesome week and you have an awesome week coming up. And uh, let me know if I can help with anything. I'm grateful for you listening and following. And I hope you have an awesome day.